Awesome. What's up, guys? Welcome to the LA Hustlers podcast. Today, I'm joined by the amazing Chris Hahn. How are you? Hi, everyone. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. Thank you for. I know you have a, a busy schedule, so I appreciate you. You know, you uh, jumping on the podcast for sure. Of course. Amazing. So, uh, for those of you who don't know who Chris is, Chris is um, an entrepreneur, and she's got quite a bit going on from you know, social media to the fashion space to beauty. Um, and I think there's a lot of stuff here for us to kind of dive into. And for, you know, a lot of my audience has a big interest in the social media space, just given the nature of my business. And mm-hmm. I think um, they're going to learn a lot from mm-hmm. you. So for those of them who may not know who you are, do you want to give them a little bit of background? Um, yeah, um, as you said, I'm an entrepreneur and influencer, social media influencer. Um, I was from Shanghai. I was born and raised in Shanghai, China. Um, it's like 10 years ago um, after graduating from a law school in Shanghai, I started my own business, a language solution company to help foreign business to localize in China market. Uh, you know, right after WTO, like China has been um, having like a uh, exploiting like international business opportunity. It sounds like the right time to do the right thing. Um, didn't really expect too much back then when I was like 23, 24 um, when I started. But with like my family and my people in my life just support me to do my own business. Um, it took off and I sold the business in 2015, that's when I received an offer from USC, uh, University of Southern California as the full-time MBA program at Marshall. So I was really like, this. that's kind of the offer that I can't say no to. So I sold my business and started uh, move on uh, to the next chapter of my career and move to L.A., very different lifestyle, very different, <laughs> you know, everything, different vibes. So um, that's um, that's my that's my that's where I started. Um, then during MBA, I mean, I did like a lot of things, social media. That's like the trend again. Sounds like the right thing. Something like the right time for the right thing. So that's where right. I'm coming from. Like doing my channel, Chris Hanek's like so. That's amazing. That's that's amazing. So when you were kind of coming up, were your was your family like your parents also entrepreneurs, or were you so, sort of the first in your family? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're very entrepreneurial, but honestly, they didn't really want me to be um, an entrepreneur at the first place. <laughs> right, because they've been through the um, hardships. Right. Yeah, in Chinese culture, it was like stability is very important. You know, uh, financial stability is something that especially. Um, in Shanghai, like metro city, like a lot of professionals, a lot of lawyers. Yeah, that's why I chose to go to a law school in Shanghai. Um, you know, pursuing like very, um, just working for a big corporation is something that's good looking. And yeah. doing my own thing, freelancing or startup, you know, that's challenging, that's fun, that's sexy. But it's something like most of the people wouldn't consider when they were young. <laughs> right. Totally. So did you, prior to that business, did you have a, like a nine to five or a corporate job that you were working? 
Yes, I worked for a bank and after graduation, after college in Shanghai, HSBC. But that's not really my thing. It's just like if you have to adapt to a system, it's really hard to work efficiently and creatively for me. But I know like most people would probably prefer that kind of job, uh, you know, but, but it's just not. I, I, I would prefer just to create my own system and work my own way. Uh, so that's me. <laughs> Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But so it's funny. I actually went to USC as well and I was in the, the Marshall. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was in the, the business school as well as the uh, music school. So I've seen that and I definitely feel like going to USC has helped translate into my business in terms of, you know, how to network and how to meet people. Do you feel like, uh, your job and USC or one of the other had helped you or have, have helped you kind of grow your business? Oh my God. That's like a lot. USC, the MBA program, I'm not sure about other programs, but the MBA program at USC was definitely very helpful. Um, You know, USC, like a lot of people say it's a party school, you know, it's LA, you know. (laughs) Right. They know how to party, but honestly, it's a very intensive coursework, that kind of program. It's like way more intensive than I would expect before I um, went to USC. And the... um, that work is amazing, um, very adventurous, I would say. So in the classroom, uh, we have people from different backgrounds, um, very international, like people from different ministries. Some are from like large corporations, some have um, family businesses, um, some like myself, myself, like having um, running their own businesses. Um, just very, oh, we, we even have like actors, musicians mm-hmm. in the classroom. So very diverse. So I got so much inspirations, um, right. from the classroom and from a professor as well. So very, very interesting experience and definitely helpful. <laughs> I'm sure. like a huge advocate for USC, but I love my experience at least as a, uh, uh, Chinese entrepreneurial um, turned, I would say, influencer, loving my experience. And they're making classes. I've seen a lot of women in the classroom, very entrepreneurial in fashion and beauty spaces, which totally, you know, um, empowered me and inspired me to do the things that I do today. Right. That's amazing. It's just funny because, um, you know, I've interviewed a lot of different entrepreneurs on this podcast, and I would say the majority of them. When I, you know, when I bring up the subject of education, they all seem to uh-huh. lean towards, you know, self-education is the best education. You don't need college. Sitting in a classroom doesn't help you grow a business. So it's funny because you're coming up, you're coming from, you're coming at it from a different angle of mm-hmm. you feel like it benefited your your business. So that's very interesting. Yeah, that's uh, I, I heard that a lot. So let's say that entrepreneurship can be taught but you can get like very essential, very useful tools from uh, the classroom, from your professors, and then uh, you can leverage your experience in your network course um, from this program into, you know, it's your resource. So definitely right. it's helpful. It's something like nice to have, but you know, some people self, self-taught, self you know, very, um, they, they, they can navigate their own way out of the system. It's nice too, you know, either way, I would say. Right. Interesting. Now, when you were at USC, did you have any businesses that you were trying to build or did because I know you had just exited. So were you focused on that or mm-hmm. did you kind of go into USC like full force just trying to be a student? Uh, I just want to be a student, honestly. So the, one of the reasons that I um, 
chose to stop a little bit, step back, and then having a bigger picture of my business because uh, when my first business was growing, I kind of like I feel like I I didn't really have the kind of、uh, business management skills that I needed to. Build the system like nicely, nicely, and benefit and if it,、um, benefit everyone in this organization. And I feel like I kind of have the network, have like my passion, have my vision, but I don't know how to translate everything into a、um, growing, like continuously growing、um, organization that's gonna be sustainable. So. Um, so textbook knowledge is something that I would need, and、um, also like I mentioned, network people from different industries just give me so much inspiration to to say like where's my next chapter. So I just turn the page, but where is my next chapter? And social media is kind of a pivot point because I've been on Instagram and other like a lot of social media platforms since two thousand eleven. That's way before.、Um, My MBA,、um, so that's kind of like my passion that I really don't know how to translate this into like a serious career, and that's from this classroom, from the MBA program. Like a lot of people have told me, your photography is just amazing. You can just、um, turn this into a business,、um, build your personal brand, or things like that. I heard that a lot. Like I couldn't even believe this is even happening, but <laughs> you know, you just. <laughs> That's the fun part of entrepreneurship. You just、right. have a try and see how it goes. You know,、right. limit yourself. So I, I kind of considered doing corporate job like consulting, like finance, because I was from HSBC. I have some finance background.、Um, it might be viable, but it's not fun. You、right. know what I mean? I'm、right. not like saying it's not good, but it's just not my my thing. Yeah, it's funny because you you went from working at HSBC, which is super、mm-hmm. obviously corporate finance, to now working in, in social、corporate. media.、Mm-hmm. So super super different. So I want to get into that now. So your social media is obviously is that would you say that's your business? You're a, an influencer.、Mm-hmm. Yes. Gotcha. I'm doing this full time right now, and back in MBA program, I was doing like I was shooting three days a week. And four days in classroom, so gotcha. That's that's seven days that's a week. Kind of life. Then after graduating, and then I was like, after graduation, my family asked if I want to go to、um, work for a company or something like that.、Um, I was just like, I am fine doing my own thing, and、um, so I think I think it's just because I had experience of doing my own thing, like taking a risk. It's not a problem for me.、So. Right. Interesting.、Mm-hmm. So, what what make what do you think built that risk,、uh, the ability to take risks? Because I think a lot of people, obviously, they're scared that if they try and go the business route, that they might, you know, there might be an opportunity cost of leaving money on the table or not building a real career.、Mm-hmm. So, do you, what do you th- do you think it's just that your family was in it and you kind of had it, you had that in your blood, or do you think you had to build that risk tolerance like over time? Mm, speaking of risk, mostly we're talking about money, right? Right. So <laughs> you can just do the do the math. If you can do it, what kind of、uh, how much risk you can take? So how far you can go?、Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's just like the question of how much cash you can burn. Right. Right. <laughs> so let's say、um, if you wanna、um, invest、um, this amount of money, and before 
this business takes off or be sustainable, um, you can just just do it, just like your investment. You just put money in the basket and see how it goes. And right. if it fails, I mean, I have my MBA. I can go back to corporate anytime. So it's right. not really something that I wish, wish I wish should uh, I, I should um, worry about when I started. Right. But risk is there. Um, if you have the money, you can use it for like um, other purposes. You can pursue education. You can invest in stock market. You can do like a lot of other things that you want or just pay your vacation. You know? Right. So, exactly. Yeah. You just do your mess. So how much you can, how much risk you can take. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't like, um, highly encourage like uh, new beginners, beginners to leverage like a lot. But for me, I mean, doing social media, it doesn't sound like a huge investment, like a lot of effort in it of time. Like you said, it's uh, uh, opportunity cost but you don't put like a lot of money in front. Uh, and uh, well, when I started, I was in an MBA program, so I didn't really um, go to like internship, like other um, part-time jobs to polish my resume. So that's kind of the risk I took back then. Um, it, it was okay to me, <laughs> honestly. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So in terms, I want to get into social media a little bit. So when you started in 2011, uh, how long did it take you to hit like a certain amount of followers where you were like, oh, you know what? I could maybe leverage this to actually do something. No, no, like not, no follower. Just like <laughs> my families and friends, like 300, 300 people. Wow. <laughs> That's the kind of community that I started with. So how did you how did you build it up? Um, very small community, like people actually know me in real life, and maybe their friends, and that's how I started. And I rebranded my content, my page, um, in two thousand fifteen. You know, like a lot of people when they started, they're sharing um, filtered selfie, like your food, your dog, you know, your right. everyday life, and then just pretty random things um, on the feed and. Um, in 2015, I just sat down and say like, um, this, cause in, in that year I saw like a lot of, uh, influencers, it was new. People are not sure like how, well, uh, who these people are, but like these accounts that have like b- bigger followers, um, bloggers, influencers or content creators, whatever you call, it, um, it's, it's getting serious. So right. that's them, but no Buddy, believe that it's gonna be this serious, like a huge industry, huge industry like advertising, marketing, like today. Um, so you're like investing your time to a certain industry. Um, so that's your vision, and of course, it's my passion. Um, and in 2015, I rebranded this um, my blog as well. I have a website, chrisanaxoxo.com. Um, with my consolidated content, like I just clean up my page and rebrand my uh, like kind of very personal um, page, very personal amateur kind of page to a um, fashion and a beauty page. Right. So as I thought about like what kind of value, what kind of uh, um, information I want to share with my community, start with the first 300 people who know me in person, and then you just expand. I think the first 200, 250 photos 
I think it was photo, um, photos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just my one woman show. You know what I mean? Right. Sharing my own OTD kind of uh, post. Sharing my beauty tutorials. Just do it consistently. I have a schedule. Let's say eleven a.m. one post, five p.m. the second. Right. Like just doing this. A couple months and see how it goes. And when people like your post, you see, okay, this one receives more likes. This one didn't work. It's okay. Right. Just you can archive or delete the ones that you really don't like or people don't like, or you can just leave it there because they will just have like new new feed, new nine posts like right. the grid um every week. So don't worry about that. Um, that's how I started. So kind of like navigate like a little bit and see what content works and what content doesn't work. That's it. Right. So it was sort of a, a trial and error process of like figuring out what stuck and what didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just deleted kind of like overly filtered selfies and some random photos. <laughs> um, so if you check my feed, you can see like the very first one is from, uh, it's an outfit photo, like, um, me wearing my styled look in Beverly Hills, taking a professional photo, um, like sharing your captions um, in your hashtag and your brands. You know, that's right. how I started. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So how long, how many years did it take before you, you got to a point where you could start to monetize social? I honestly monetized my social media in the first year. Um, I think it's a campaign with Bobby Brown, cosmetic brand. Um, so it wasn't like too long, but it's like still much longer than TikTok, uh, influencers today. Right. Um, it just takes time for Instagram, uh, and platforms like, um, I was at Pinterest or YouTube, it just like takes much longer than short form radio platforms. Right. Gotcha. So it's interesting you bring up, I think it was Bobby Brown, but our whole business here is actually just brand partnerships. So we connect brands with talent and then facilitate those deals. Mm-hmm. So has brand deals been a big part of your business overall, or has it been more so e-com or has it been a mix of everything? Mostly brand partnership for me and some ambassadorships and some events. So it's like a mixture of uh, different brand deals, I would say. Like, it's like gig economy, right? Right. Um, mm-hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. So um, interesting. I- I'd like to kind of get into your actual business and sort of how you're using IG, YouTube, etc. cetera. Um, because I think people every day, I mean, nowadays, everybody wants to build their personal brand and, and obviously sell products or sell services or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. how do you manage like creating content with also, you know, uh, e-com, but also facilitating those brand deals? Like how does that all come together to form an actual company? Um, it start it started like naturally. Um, I it didn't sound too much like when brands, or um, their PRs reach out to me saying like, I have this campaign and this is my X amount of budget and this is the content that I want you to produce. So I kind of just follow the flow because I was new back then. Yeah. Um, I just said, oh yeah, I like your products. And I, uh, I was already a fan and I will be more than happy to promote um, what I like on my feed with my 
community. Um, and later on, like I started to strategize um, what kind of product, what kind of brand that I want to work with. And I also did some outreach um, to brands, like both ways. So, um, but mostly brands would reach out to me because um, you have your uh, information on your page, on your website. So mostly uh, brands and their PRs will reach out to me saying, okay, I have this brand. I want right. to collaborate with you. Um, so just be selective and strategize your content category and just make beautiful content that would keep your audience, your um, community like entertained and people find value in your content and just share the good things, good stuff, I would say. Just sharing the stuff that I authentically, genuinely um, like. Um, That's how how I do it. And also, I started hosting events for influencers for my my fellow um influencers bloggers uh media people uh since early last year uh, two years ago that's been yeah, yeah it's 2020 2020 almost 2021 so uh, two years ago i started hosting events so that's all that's also a part of my business as well um so basically it's very community-based uh, one is my audience, like people who follow me on Instagram and looking for quality content, fashion, beauty, lifestyle. Right. And the other part is my um, influencer friends. Um, my I would say my fellows were doing the same. We're also like lonely content creators setting up their <laughs> tripods at home and talking <laughs> to the cameras. You know, yeah. that kind of people like myself doing something uh, with them as well. Yeah, and it's so funny you say that because I'm I'm in that stage right now as well where I've got this massive camera sitting in front of me and I don't even really have a, a tripod. It's more yeah. just a bunch of books stacked up or like you know the whole the old yeah. style. But it, it's funny because that's the way that creators start, and it's it's mm-hmm. all, it's always good to see that people can still do that and still reach a point of success that you've been able to reach with obviously over a million uh, Instagram followers and all this other stuff. So that's always good to see. The other question I had was, um, are you pushing? On, are you pushing yourself on both, or not both, but YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, or are you more so leaning towards focusing on just a few platforms? Uh, I would just try everything first. Yeah. But I'm really big to my but like It's like a um, platform for my audience. Um, to be honest, it's hard to... Um, drive people from one platform to another. It's not just my content or other influencers' content or other people's like ex- the user experience of each platform. Some people just like, let's say, Snapchat. Some people really don't like Snapchat, don't know how to navigate it. Like some people like TikTok, it's a short form video. Some people like just don't get it, you know. So when I um, okay great content for my audience yeah um most of these people they um they like instagram of course because that's where i started they like blog they like blog posts some people they like deeper um content you know something just not just like three or four lines of a caption they want more information if they're really interested about a topic and um i tried tiktok um i'm not like particular like i'm not like a typical kind of tiktoker 
um, I kind of get why people like it. I tried a little bit, yeah. and I already started to. It's a small channel, but I already got uh, got a couple brand deals already. Uh, maybe it's from my Instagram. Some brands wants to bring audience to from uh, Instagram to TikTok, and I really like YouTube. YouTube channel. It's a newer channel. I started in 2016, I think, um, mm -hmm. focusing on beauty and lifestyle. I really like um, talking to the way I communicate with my audience on YouTube, where it's just like you talk to your friend in your bedroom, that kind of experience. Yeah. Um, Instagram is being, it's all about being perfect, even though like we're so anti being perfect, but Instagram is all about being beautiful, being perfect, being positive. Mm, sharing your passion that's uh instagram and it's mostly the feed the post right um and reels are good but most people are still so that's instagram oh, my personal favorite uh instagram is my bread and butter i like it and i am following other influencers other brands of um, content creators on Instagram as well. Um, I spend like three, four hours at least on Instagram. But I'm just trying a little bit of everything because yeah. um, this is my business, right? You can't know nothing about a new platform. That's not right. Right. You have to be. You have to be ahead of the curve and get on it early for sure. Mm, you have to. Yeah. But I'm not like pushing myself to be huge on everything. That's not the right strategy i would say just focusing on your what you're good at play with your strengths that's my suggestion yeah 100 percent. now in terms of uh brands spending money especially right now mid obviously pandemic what have you seen mm -hmm. in terms of brands spend do you think they're focusing on instagram are they moving towards youtube or tiktok what are your thoughts on that um i think the trend is video any forms of uh video um Instagram video, feed video, um, IGTV real story, any type of videos and YouTube, of course, YouTube video reviews, YouTube like hauls, reviews, like vlogs and TikTok as well. So the trend is video. Yeah. And I'm a photographer. It's not like a very good news to me, but, um, I have to say, um, we will be seeing more videos. So that's, um, I think brands, was in, uh, wanted influencer to do more videos because they think um, videos are like more attractive, have like more impression and reach um, for the same kind of uh, products um, or can, campaign. And then people just stay with you longer, at least 15 seconds, right? right. Stories, 15 seconds, reels, TikTok um, videos, 15 seconds, they at least spend 15 seconds with you um it's something like more sticky the word right right exactly and, and that's the thing i've noticed about instagram stories uh, especially the ones that are just pictures for example like the, mm -hmm. there's no life of uh attention there right so it from my experience brands typically don't see much roi from just like a a, you know, an IG swipe up story, unless it's like a very mm -hmm. engaging video. So in terms yeah, of interesting video, mm -hmm. exactly. In terms of, um, sort of generating revenue from these different, uh, aspects of each platform, do you think brands are spending more on YouTube videos or Instagram videos? Based mm, on your I, I just don't have like a good answer for you. Cause I have like a smaller channel, uh, 
for YouTube and big channel um, on Instagram. Right. So to me, obviously, I will get more for Instagram post. It's relative, um, yeah. But yeah, but they're like, like very different. Uh, if a brand is looking for a campaign on Instagram, they're looking for not just ROI, not just like how much you can sell. Um, they're looking for branding, right? And then for YouTube, um, I think you can easily convert because the link is there like the whole time, for months or for a year. And right. then it's more like talking about the product. It's very like uh, straightforward, I would say. Um, yeah. Less about the aesthetics. It's more about like pros and cons of a product. Um, very different concept. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I agree with that. 100%. Yeah, and I think the, yeah, I think the goals of the campaigns will be will be different. But a brand can be doing both. So as an influencer, if you have the resources, if you have the right the techniques to do to to reach both uh, type of campaigns, both kind of like different different brands, and that will be nice. Yeah. But if not, just focusing on what you can or what you what you like, your passion. I mean. Right. Totally. Do you think it's still possible to build a following on Instagram or do you think it's harder now than it was before? Uh, it's never too late. When I started, I um, met a mega influencer at a social media event. And then back then I was like, I had um, 100K or less than 100K follower. And I was like, oh my God, you have what, 500 YouTube videos and you're a superstar and I mind your makeup and whatever. And just, she just said, it's never too late and you just keep doing what you do and spend your time and focusing focusing on what you, um, what you do and do quality content and do your stuff. And then you just see um, it's gonna, it's never too late. Uh, so if you're studying today, I would also say the same. It's it's never too late to start and just try different platforms. You will find a platform that works for you. And I, I want to share with you like one of my influencer friends and she started her um, Instagram page like three, two, three years ago. And it didn't really take off, but after TikTok and she got like almost half a million followers in a couple months. So there might be a platform that works for you in your community. So just don't give up. If you, um, that's your passion and just go ahead and do it. Right. A hundred percent. It's so funny. I, I just hit 10,000 views on one of my YouTube videos and it was like the best day of my life. And I, I'd been posting for almost two years, two and a half years. So I, I think you're right. I mean, 10K is nothing, but it's still one of those things there where like, if you just keep mm-hmm. at it, you'll you'll start to see those those results. So I think consistency is for sure the key. So the other thing I'm I'm curious about, you know, when as people get started with content creation or maybe they've been doing it for a while, you know, sometimes it gets uh, a little bit complicated or people start to doubt what their niches are. So how did you find your niche and your category? Did you have to go through different? Like, did you ever try food content and then you know mm-hmm. other stuff, or did you just always know that it was beauty and, and fashion? Um, I just don't like that kind of uh, rules, you know. Uh, when you apply for a campaign or like uh, some PR, just category, 
uh, as a what kind of influencer. Like for me, I'm mostly categorized as um, fashion and lifestyle influencer.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been sharing other content like、uh, beauty, now motherhood, like、um, travel, food, a little bit of everything. But I can just integrate fashion elements in all these posts. So、um, I wouldn't say I'm a、uh, Fashion, fashion influencer, but I can style my, let's say, lifestyle post like、uh, food post,、um, travel post in a fashionable manner.、Um, so that's the theme. So I just really don't like the definition of like your fashion or your beauty or your fitness. You know, everybody is so different. But you know, this industry that's the rule, and、uh, we play by the rule. So. Wow. For me, I am.、Um, if you ask me, I'm fashion, beauty, and lifestyle influencer. Right, that's it. <laughs> totally. That, yeah, that makes sense. But just don't limit yourself, and you can do a lot of different things. If you look back, like those mega influencers、um, posts five or ten years ago, you will see like very different theme, very different topics. But yeah, you can just let it flow a little bit and see what comes up, and just share the things that you think my audience. May like, or you just can tell them like that. This is your new passion. Let's say I also share my photography on the page, and I also got the same amount of likes and comments. I wouldn't say oh, people are only looking for fashion content on my page. So they find this personal connection with you, and you just share valuable content and share what's happening in your life, and they will definitely like it. So just be. Um, don't limit yourself to any kind of、um, category or like、um, your fashion. You're only sharing outfit photos, and people will get bored anyways. Right. Exactly. That's so interesting. You mentioned motherhood,、uh, and I noticed that you you have you do have a daughter,、uh, Luna. Is her <laughs> name right?、She's、very adorable. So I, thank I, you. You're welcome. I saw on her Instagram she's got over 10k followers, and I love that photo of her on like the Louis Vuitton background. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> Are you trying to build、uh, Luna into a little into a little、uh, influencer as well? Um, I feel very guilty about <laughs> of doing this. <laughs> Why? why? <laughs> and she had her own campaign, like the first campaign before she was born. So I feel like、wow. so bad. <laughs> Interesting. Well, she's gonna. Be This a- is not fair. What if like she doesn't like the kind of influencer life,、mm. and I'm pushing her to be like doing this? So I'm still like debating about this like a little bit. And some parents they're very against about like these gadgets, you know, social media.、Uh, it was like too early, but. Yeah, I, I, for now I'm just wanna. I just wanna share like cute、uh, baby photos and see how it goes. Maybe like later when、um, she、uh, started to have her own social media and then she likes it. What if she likes it and she started early and she she's just like more. Uh, sourceful, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's easier for her to、uh, start with, and the car has some、uh, fan base, so <laughs> that's what I think. Just, just, just see if if she doesn't like it, I can just private this account like anytime.、Um, at least that's my passion, and just share some good stuff with my my audience. I think most of people are coming from my, my page and my husband's page. So yeah, I saw your husband. Your husband's a photographer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a photographer, and I'm a photographer too. So,、um, 
you know, a, a baby with two photographers' parents. Yeah. So you would have like a lot of photos. <laughs> right, for sure. So does does your husband help on the photography side on your for your pages, or is that all your your photographs? Uh, I mean, I'm in the picture, so yes. I will have to have someone to take gotcha. my photos. <laughs> so mostly my 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 husband. Maybe later on when Luna is older, maybe she can take some take some photos, photos for me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, cool. Well, I know you have a lot of stuff going on. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but do you have any, I like to always end on a, a note of uh, this one question that I like to ask. So if you could go back and talk to little Chris Han, maybe, you know, 18 or 20 or 25, is there any advice that you would give her? Um, the same thing I always say, play to your strengths and yeah. follow your passion. Yeah, it sounds like a little bit cliche, but that's so true. It's so true. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be scared of not doing good-looking corporate work like banker. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, just follow your passion, and otherwise, I can start like my MBA like one year earlier. <laughs> right. If I yeah 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 if I was not in a bank, so. Um, so now I have uh, now I have Luna. I will probably tell her the same when she's older. Right, right. Is it is it hard to balance uh, your businesses plus your relationship plus your you know your kid? Like, is that is that a tough balance for you, or is that do you feel like you've kind of nailed it down? Uh, to be honest, it's very tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. For for my audience, um, all they can see is like a a post or two, maybe every day but for me it's like a lot of work uh now for now my business is just me and my husband and he's supporting me like doing the photography some event um and some outreach emails but uh most i will handle my campaign those emails phone calls now zoom calls like today (laughs) right (laughs) and then um taking care of luna newborn like um a couple night nighttime feedings every night is not (laughs) so uh, it's kind of tough so i i feel like i didn't spend enough time with my husband and my uh, my daughter so try to do more um, now it's like campaign, se- campaign season. It's pretty seasonal for Instagram campaigns. Um, holiday used to be Coachella, holiday summer. Um, so after New Year, I, it was like a little bit. I would spend more time with my family and friends. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all trying to find that balance, right? Like of work and family and friends. But when you have a kid and a, you know, a husband and all that to throw into tough. it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't it's imagine. very tough. Yeah. So when I edit my YouTube videos, let's say I have to sit down for like two hours, um, I have to stop for uh, for her, you know, uh, a couple of times. So it's really, you know, it's 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 bittersweetness. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it makes my life more miserable. <laughs> but by the end of the day, you get a lot more. Right. Right. Totally. Cool. Well, amazing, Chris. Thank you so much. Um, do you have any? Uh, oh, yeah. Where, where can people find you on, on Instagram, TikTok, etc.? Uh, everything is Chris Han XOXO. Excellent. So just uh, hit me there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. Thank you, David.